With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits. Making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. Much you money. Money. And his partner, from Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft, that's the new music. Uh, producer John is in the room and of course the main man himself. He's just about to get married in a couple of weeks. His name is the man they call Grado. How are you doing, man? All right, rough. Feeling rough? What have you been up to? You been partying, boy? I'm <laughs> partying, boy. Hey, I've been partying, boy. I've been partying, boy. been there. Uh... So I've been partying with Scott Arfield and he's was with him last night. It was his last Rangers game, partying with him. The number one pop star in Scotland, Callum did, Beattie. Did he play last night? Hold on, the number one pop star in Scotland, who? Callum Beattie, you never heard of him. Lewis Capaldi? <laughs> it says, mate, I think. Right. Oh, mate, I tell you, here, have you saw the boy Fife that's in Britain's Got Talent? Oh, aye, aye, I've seen him. I thought he was off again, did you know? I heard he's got some uh, some chops on him. I heard he's got some, uh, he, can, he can belt one out, I heard. Have you had him on the radio, Grado, presumably? Aye, mate. Aye. I was keen on the whole, um, I was keen on the rub on Instagram on Saturday night saying, Hi, very emotional watching your audition tonight. You're going to do well, pal. Okay, what I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stick in, son. Nice. And uh, then he, he was on Lorraine Kelly on Monday and he was really good with Lorraine Kelly as well, so he was. It was, a really, it was a really good interview on Rolling Kelly. In fact, um, Jamie, bring it up. Has <laughs> <laughs> he got the part? Mate, he just asked me nice. Honestly, you should maybe actually, I think I'd be quite, watch this, right? Honestly, go to Lorraine Kelly. Right. Hey, Cammy Barnes. And see what you, see what you, see what you make it. Cammy Barnes. Hey, Rab. Lorraine Kelly, Cammy Barnes. Hi. Right. I'll get. I'll let's share this on the screen so that right, okay, we Daft. Uh, Welcome to Wrestling Daft, by the way, everybody. We're just going to check up on Britain's Got Talent uh, <laughs> contestant on Lorraine right, Kelly. Here we go. Uh, I just, I would just like to see what you think. I think you would think he's quite wholesome right. and he's quite, he's quite um, charming and jolly. Uh, but you have to understand, that's not really the kind of performer I'm into. Well, well. BGT Scottish blew the judges away with go. this incredible performance. Here we go. I got my driver's license last week, just like we always talk about. You really sing with your heart. 
it's authentic and real and I know how much this means to you. Yeah. So for all of those reasons, it made for a really beautiful version. Love your personality and I really hope that something great comes from this. People are going to want to root for you, I've just got a feeling. About me you said forever now I drive alone it's a yes from me I'm it's a nice voice yes. a boy he's just hey. done each time it's a yes <laughs> to say yes that well Cammy joins me now I'm so glad you could come to see me thanks for having me oh no thanks for coming in congratulations <laughs> cheers you had to do a restart though because yeah. it was nerve wracking wasn't it oh I didn't do that I Scary. <laughs> uh, first time I've ever had my knees shake. Were they shaking? Uh, oh, it was gosh. Mad. It was everything Start kind of again. like. It was intense. Yeah. It, was a, it was a pretty strange, weird, really is. amazing where, where, is he, where is he? It fee? Was. Where is he? It turned out fantastically <laughs> well for you. Uh, but of course he, you're going to be nervous. Of course right. you are. You came on your own. Didn't yep. tell anyone. Nah. Didn't tell anyone. Was he full? Was he full? I got the phone and I was terrible. I just couldn't take my family for a meal that night. And they would never see it, so no, they would never know about it. Yeah, right, they would never know. What the fuck are we doing here? Nate Pfeiffer's on wrestling that. Fair play to him. Fair play to him. It sounds as if he's got a nice voice, and obviously we're all pulling for him to uh, bring home the big belt. If he gets it Right, do you know what? I, well, I, I like to Oh, no, I was going to say, no, I did. You have, I was going to say, he never said anything like his fucking granddad was dead or anything like that, or he's dug it ran. No, but he, he did have something, actually. Yeah, but then he did, Simon killed did that whole gimmick, didn't he? He said like, his, he said his granda was Bible John. <laughs> <laughs> but killed does that whole gimmick, man, putting up the hand, you know, and going, right, let's start again. And then they always come back, fucking, and they smash it, and they get all the crowd, hey! Uh, every year in Britain's got talent, there's always one of them fucking fucks it up, and then Kyle puts up his hand, and then fucking, that's the gimmick, man. Really See when you say cool, it sounds like you're saying Kyle. I know. Like Kyle, Kyle. Lafferty or something. Kyle. Yeah, I've noticed that Kyle seems to get pulled up, up, up onto the stage by contestants more often now to kind of do stuff with them and all that kind of carry on. You know what I mean? A wee bit more participation with the judges. And I think I would like to see Abdullah the Butcher going on. Britain's Got Talent and fucking sticking a fork right in Simon Cowell's head. <laughs> <laughs> If I've been a wrestler on Britain's Got Talent, surely they could be do something with wrestling. Uh, hey, that, that's funny you mentioned that. I got a message on Instagram for Britain's Got Talent one year. Did you? I, hi, I'm a showrunner on uh, Britain's Got Talent. Do you think you'd be able to wrestle on the stage for Britain's Got Talent? We are wanting you to audition. Wow. I know. Yeah. Jesus. Do you wrestling moves in that one, Steve? <laughs> I can, I. That's what they wanted me to do, aye. Take Simon Kill up and fucking give yeah. him a Canadian destroyer. <laughs> give him a stink face. <laughs> Kyle, you know what, like, Simon, you've got to do all the work. <laughs> I'll do all the work for the Canadian destroyer, though, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Hendry would be good on it because Joe Hendry could go on and do his re wrestling bit and then he could sing a song as well. So yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Multi talented. That's what you need. You need the multi talented guys on it, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, Britain's got talent. Or Creator would have been good on it. <laughs> 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 here, here, how did the last Biscuity Boyle show go, Rab? And it's <laughs> still another show available. 
It went really short. It went really well. The last biscuit boil work in progress. And in fact, I would give a shout out to the punters if they want to get if they're run about Glasgow and you want to come along and see biscuit boil in action. I guarantee you, um, it's no for the easily offended. If you want to come along and see that, uh, shows in August and September in beautiful Blackfriars in Glasgow City Centre. You can get your tickets. Um, just go on my social medias and I'll be talking about them probably for. For a while, you, you know, think about doing they... something at the fringe, Rab? You could go and do a wee fucking running, running at the fringe. I've had offers. I've got oh, offers really? coming in. Yeah. I've got offers coming in. But at the moment, I just want to get these Glasgow shows sorted out, and then I'll think about um, where else to take it. You know, just do a running. Show. Just do a running at the fringe, man. It's a show. I know that a Glasgow audience will like. I'm not sure that a Japanese tourist would enjoy it as much. So <laughs> I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't do the fringe again. That's definitely out for me. Hey, see, when you're coming up with like, right, I'm going to do a one man show. Mm-hmm. Did you have other ideas to the other characters for Burnson, or was it always going to be Biscuity Boyle? No, I like doing that character because it's like, I quite like writing jokes for a kind of old guy's perspective. I think you can get away with mere, you can get away with saying mere stuff because it's like an old guy saying it, do you know what I mean? Mate, you're so intelligent. I was thinking about you the other day. See, um, I started watching the first series of Chewing the Fat. Remember when Greg and Ford would do the kind of, like, sort of, Skits playing themselves. It was kind of off the cuff. The, cha- the chat bits, kind of in the. Uh, I, what, so were you? Were you involved in the writing at that point? No, I wasn't involved in the first series at all. Well, you know. No, Which second series I started. Second series. Uh, I love it. Can I ask questions about it now? Mm-hmm. So, can I, I'm trying to think. What was? What's the what was the first thing that you came up with? <laughs> What's the first thing that you came up with? For chewing the fat? Aye. The first sketch that we put in was a, a sketch. I'm sure I've said this before on here. The first sketch we put in for chewing the fat was a sketch where Greg goes up to a guy's door to ask him if he can use his toilet. And four oh, lets him in. With the orange, the tangerine? Aye, and he sits down outside the bathroom there. Rab, the with the... Rab that's honestly one of my favourites. I'm not just saying this because we're on a podcast together, but that... Seen as amazing, he just sits down, he just starts peeling an orange. And just get the glass door on the on the toilet door. <laughs> Mate, that's that, that's one of my go tos. <laughs> you know John, John, no, no, I've never seen that one. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, honestly, God, he has to go in for a piss, right? Or a shite. And he sits down in the pan and he, he, he looks up and he notices that the, the door is see through, it's like a glass door. And Fold Keenan just sits and crosses his legs and starts peeling, peeling an orange. <laughs> <laughs> watching him do that shite. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Ever. The, the the funny the, no the a funny fact about that sketch is see that house that that sketch happens in like that front door that front door's been in about a million fucking shows man it's been in Rab Cines but it's been in like Scotch and Rye it's been in Chewing the Fat it's been in Burniston it's been in I'm telling you that front door has been in so many Scottish and comedy programs is that just because they're easy to deal with a family that's in the place type deal I think so I I think so I think they're, they're near probably near the comedy unit as well like probably run the corner for the comedy unit. Um. So, so there you go. Um, so let's see what the punters have been talking about. James is back on about the old Hasbros. Have you uh, got your Hasbros? I've not got my Hasbro. Oh. I thought we were today last week. I, I, <laughs> you didn't need to hit them, <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I thought it was on by now. Uh, so you, I thought you were getting yours, Rob. Um, I was still waiting for it in the post, it's not right. Yeah. Can I, can I need to get a figure, so... Ah, you need to get a figure. Oh, you need to get a figure. Mine will definitely, mine should have been here by now. I don't know what's happening. I'll need to actually, I actually forgot all about it until just now. I'm like, that's not right. Right, okay. Um, unless it has arrived and I've just no fucking checked. Um, 
I'll leave it in there. James said, cheers for the shout out. Don't know if he spotted, but the Undertaker had on the winged eagle belt. This is in his Hasbro's, but all the gold, all the gold had flaked off it. Can't even mind if it fucking had any gold to begin with. Definitely did. It had it printed on it, I'm sure. He says, some buzz. Speaking of accessories, he says, my big boss man still has his nightstick. And I saw Brutus Beefcake Shears a few months back, but I can't mind where. Some buzz getting all figures out again. All the best, Jimbo. So there you go. It's um, got me update. Oh, I just hold on. Just a wee update here, says Jimbo. Still can't find Brutus's Shears searching, tearing house apart looking for him. But I know whereabouts in my ma's loft to look. <laughs> Imagine going up somebody's loft to look for a tiny wee pair of plastic shears. I totally agree with Ab and the whole this being a bod podcast and asking people to look at forties mid-show. <laughs> I'm a subscriber, but I have now become what Rab and I hate, as I always listen to the show when driving and know I'm sending pics in. Fortunately, they're my aim. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy, lads. Cheers. And he sent in some figures here. What are they stoning in Topi here? It looks like a... It looks like an air fryer. An air fryer or a beer machine, maybe? Uh, oh, aye, maybe, maybe. Should maybe get Jimbo to... Uh, so the figures, the figures we've got are Hulk Hogan. Ultimate Warrior, Undertaker with the clothesline action. He's got Rowdy Roddy Piper up the front. He's got Bret Hatman Hart, Big Boss Man and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. And wearing the strap at the minute is Hot Rod. He's wearing the strap. And in the background, I can see uh, Station to Station by David Bowie on vinyl, which is a, an absolutely amazing album. Uh, I've just, Billy, get in touch. Is this Billy, get in touch to say this? Yeah. Billy, get in touch. And he says, I've just moved to New Zealand. Oh, Gaddy. No, different Billy. I've just oh, moved to New Zealand, which means I get to watch all the big American pay-per-views slap bang in the middle of the day. That's mad. But the local scene is dire, so I have to get my extra my extra graps fixed, listen to all the episodes of the best wrestling podcast this side of Stevenson. <laughs> I was listening back to Grado getting excited about the launch of Flight Simulator, and I played it back at half speed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, man. Crying with laughter while mowing the lawn. You three are genuinely keeping me sane and smiling all the way out here, so thanks, guys. Oh, well cool. done. He has sent in the Billy. clip. Thank you for is, that. Let's hear that clip. This is fucking one of the best we've had yet. I'm excited. Right, here we go. Imagine I go right into this, right? And I'll learn how to fucking fly the plane. I would love going on that Twitch, by the way, sitting with the gear on. I'm going to convert my wee office that I've got into a fucking cockpit. I'm going to have microwavable meals like as if it's airplane food and all that. I'm going to get... I'm going to go Because you can proper go for it, mate. You can proper, like, play it real-time 12 hours. <laughs> A 12-hour flight, sitting in the cockpit and that, just waiting, just watching and all that, and then... (laughs) 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 So funny. Oh, Jesus. I can't believe that's... I end up getting all that gear. It's fucking up my loft. Honestly, what a fucking waste of money. What a waste of money. It just shows you the shite we talk as well. It's like <laughs> when you slow it down, you can actually hear what we're actually 
Oh my god, Community Pro Wrestling had a big announcement for their debut show in Helensburg on the 18th of June. As BBC Burniston star, one of the hosts of wrestling daft, Robert Florence, is going to be making an appearance at that. Did you know about this? You know about well, this? I saw Ravy Davy bumped into me and my missus when we were in a. Um, we were just cutting, we were just cutting about in Helensburg, just doing our thing. And uh, there he was, Ravy Davy was standing there, putting up the posters. He says, Any chance you'll jump down? So I'll be jumping down. So if you're running about the Helensburg area, you want to come along to that? What exactly will Rab Florence get up to on his first visit? So you won the fucking the belt. <laughs> As I've no, I've no discussed this yet, but I'm basically what I'm going to pitch to Davy is that I won the title. I won the title and then travel around the UK defending it. Right. That's that, that reminds me of that Bob Polly story that I love. Kind of apparently at a WWE meeting. There's a big series meeting, and then they're talking about what they're they're requesting ideas for the wrestlers. And he's at the bar and he goes, I got an idea. Put the title on me. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Hey, did, did you did you do a bit of work for Community Pro? I did, mate. Friday. Really, Friday, how'd that go? Hey, do you know what was really good, man? Because there's a wrestler called The Wanderer. Right. He make a slip. I don't know if he listens to the show, does he, John? You ever heard that? He make a Well, man, he used to, like, come to all the shows when he was a wee boy. Like... When I, I remember when we done the SCCC, we done a like uh, an autograph sign. It was me and Mick Foley, and like this wee boy had queued all morning. He was like the first one in the queue and all that. And uh, now he's a wrestler, so we I tag teamed with him. So it was it was a good laugh, man. It was made me feel old, mind you, but it was uh, it was a good wee good wee event. So it was. Maybe so that, right. It's amazing. I think you're getting to a point where it's like you're seeing fans coming through and wrestling. You know what I mean? Crazy, I'm still only 14, not enough. <laughs> Chris says, after your Mitchell brothers mentioned last week, I had to share with you this brilliant Phil Mitchell-Steve Austin crossover. John, is this going to necessitate some kind of ocular uh, visual? Yeah, it will. It will. But it's, it's quite amusing. Here we go. Stop, stop, cut, cut this, right? I want to explain something here, John, right? See if you're listening to this podcast. See if you're listening to this podcast, right? See this bit that's happening now. This yeah. just sounds like Stone Cold's music playing. That's all that's happening, right? No, we right. could explain that while that's happening, in video, Phil Mitchell is doing a variety of things, battering guys and all that, but to people listening to the podcast, this bit is just Stone Cold's music playing. Right, okay. And, and, and that weird, we're having to give advice to a breakfast radio producer. Right. Well, it's a wee bit different. And <laughs> that bizarre. It's a wee bit different. And J- I take it JP's uh, video for um, Austin uh, Nathan Austin signing for East Fife. This one here. Are that, you ready? That's Again, it. that's just the X's music. Let's see it though. Let's see it though. You think you could tell us what to wear? He's five. Weird, isn't it? Action. It's weird, wait, wait, what's, what's the football player's name? Uh, Nathan Austin. Why did they not get Austin in music? That's very valid point. Oh my god, I don't know. Mm. Then you would have had to have played it. Stone Cold's music twice, John, in a row. <laughs> for people to listen to. Brendan's been on the AI image generator. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and as for Joe Hart and Brett Hart's Heart Foundation. Um, and there it is. We get some pictures of uh, 
but I mean, it's very flattering a picture of Joe Hart. It's if quite wanted, homoerotic, isn't it? It's very homoerotic. But you know what? Wrestling back then was man Brett and Sean and all that. It was very homo. It was more homoerotic back then than it is now. I would say. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. And if if you want to get in touch with us about any of that, I'll just random wrestling related stuff. Get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft on Insta Wrestling Daft podcast. Just Wrestling Daft on Facebook or email is at Wrestling Daft at Gmail dot com. Now listen, it is time for another call out for if you're listening to this show, sign up to our Patreon. You know, listen, you're only slinging us a couple of quid. It's nothing, but see if everybody did it, right? See if everybody slung us a, a couple of quid. Think of how much easier it would be for Gradle to pay taxis to his big high paying job on Breakfast Radio, <laughs> or how easy it would be for me to put shoes on my 20 wains that I've got. You know what I mean? Think about that. So. You want to get yourself signed up to the Patreon to keep the show ticking along um, as we get ready for our, our next live event, our big karaoke night, our big uh, debauched um, celebration. So you want to get involved, get there, you get your first access to tickets and all that kind of stuff. Get us on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. We would love to welcome you to the roster. Now, every week we like to separate the American cream soda for the limeade. Oh, this we're going to have to have a chat, John, as we bury and put over stuff for the wrestling. You would you would say limeade is better than American cream soda? Absolutely, absolutely. I don't think I've tried American soda. Well, it's a tough yeah. one, that though, because I do like American cream soda, but it can get a bit sickening after a while, can it? Yeah, that's the thing. You tried the new Iron Brew ice cream one? No, yeah, that tastes a wee bit like American cream soda. Because mm. see, when I think about it. I could almost like see a gl- see a glass bottle, right? A, a glass bottle of American cream soda. You couldn't finish that in a one. Like you couldn't nah. be stoning a summer's day and slug all that down. But a bottle of limeade, I could tan. I think. Any's ever used to when you use go a cone for the van, take the the ice cream and then put it in like Iron Brew. Oh, or, I love that. A float. Is that a float? It's called, isn't it? A float. Aye, a float. I used to love oh, that. Man. I've done that in ages. Delicious. It's a great show. Delicious, mate. You should do that at your wedding. You should put a, put an iron brew float on everybody's table. There is a few things that you, you both go to think about for the wedding. There's like she was the woman at the, the log side was telling me all day, a good thing you get is like buy um like toiletries, deodorant and chuggy and all this kind of carry-on and toothbrushes and stick them in the toilet all day for folk to come and just help yourself if they maybe could be over it like that and then you could just like well, I mean, there's going to be wrestlers probably going to this wedding, so there'll definitely be people with BO. <laughs> I've, already, I've, already, I've already warned Jen, I've already said this, this is going to be some really stinking people this way. I hope we're sitting on the bride's side. I'll tell you that, man. We're sitting on the fucking... Gradle, is there any wrestling related stuff happening at the wedding? Like, is, are the tables like, for example, like your favourite wrestlers or something like that, or is that a wee secret? Oh, and that's fucking funny. I suppose I'll tell it here because it's never going to get back. Aye, that is. Okay, I'm absolutely. That is fucking brilliant. That is. I think I've just actually paid. Uh, we Scott ICW to do me all the logos. So I've got. The, I've got the table names. Can we um, guess how many tables you got? Can we guess the wrestling tables? Right, okay. I mean, uh, you, can I just say something? Can I just say something though? That this was Stephanie's idea. Oh, wow. Because uh, wow. I was like, oh, Steph. So I make a back up for that. Right, so, top, be nice. so how many tables is there? See right, if you so, 
There is, right, hold on, the top, so there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven tables, right? Okay, um, you go first. So what's the top table? The Rock. Close. No, you're not close. Is it, re- so they're named after wrestlers, the tables? Well, one, like the top table's no named after a wrestler, it's named... WrestleMania. Aye. Aye, top table's WrestleMania, right. Right, so, okay. Right, so we've got ten tables to guess then. Um, aye. Right. Is there an NWO table? I oh, see, no, I'm going to end up thinking I want that now. <laughs> oh, God. It's annoying because I've We shouldn't have right. this conversation. We shouldn't have this conversation. No, she's going to wind me up now. Right. The Rocks, the Rocks, the Rocks table one, aye. Austin. Ah, uh, that's table two. <laughs> um, Good, uh, Hogan? That's, that's one of them. He's yeah. Up. Taker. Fuck, why didn't I put Undertaker? I forgot Undertaker. Abyss. <laughs> no, but there is, there is one, there is one. Jarrett, is that Jeff Jarrett table? No, I, I, there, there, there isn't There isn't but it's funny because, and, and by the way, this is all Stephanie's idea. There's one Scottish wrestler. Drew. No. no. Drew McDonald? No. How would Stephanie know Drew McDonald? That's a very valid point. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrestler? Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. No. <laughs> Jester. Oh, oh Jester's wow. wow. Sweet. I hope Funny Jester's enough, at the Jester table. I think he's sitting at the, the Jester table, aye. Yeah. So, aye. You want to keep going? Or is this? Um... I'm trying to think. Uh, kid. Aye, that's one. Kevin Nash. No, I forget. But this is annoying me now because I'm remembering ones and I wish I'd done it because I've got big copper pump. Nah, Goldberg, Dusty Rhodes, and Al Snow. I've got an Al Snow table. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But again, this was definitely. Uh, she was there definitely like, should be an Al Snow table though because Al Snow worked with your mom. Again, you know what I mean? So that's, that's definitely right. I see he's getting a right to be there than anybody, anybody else. All right, and if my mom was still alive, I'd have probably sat at the house on the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so let's see. Let's see. Is there anyone want to bury up? Oh, sorry, well, for fuck's sake, man. But I totally forgot what bit we were in. Does anyone want to bury up? I want to put over the start to Raw. I loved that. Fucking great. I've first ever seen Raw in ages. And see just the start, Cody walking through the ring, getting battered off Brock, and they're straight into Heyman in the ring, and then they're straight into a match, and a bit of promo and all that. thought it was brilliant, kind of... Is that the way it started? Aye. Just... Wrestling's always better when it starts like that. Full on, full on like that. Loved it. Hmm. I can't think um, of wrestling-wise that I saw. I want to put it on, um, I like what they're doing with Imperium. I like how they're making... Big Gunther feel like, and the Intercontinental Title feels like a big deal. Uh, see, but see, see when wrestling's good. I always feel like when wrestling's good, the Intercontinental Title feels like it's worth something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mate. How good does he look? The Big Gunther. Yeah, I have you seen a lot of the pure weight loss transformation pictures? Look, yeah, he looks brilliant, man. Mate, I didn't see it first when he lost all the weight. I was like, what is he doing? Why did he do that? You know, well, I, mean? I know what you mean. I know what you mean by that. Like he's sort of killing his gimmick, but now he just looks. But it's grown on me. It's grown on me. And he looks. He's um. He's also like. He's he's um. He's just kind of firmed up and all that. He just looks. But he just looks good. You know what I mean? Um. He's really transformed himself, and he's just you know. I just get the vibe. He's a kind of good guy as well. It's just like something. I just like him. You know what I mean? I've dropped a couple of them. 
Oh, I, th- I thought you had actually. I couldn't tell. You're obviously, you're sitting with a massive hoodie on, but I could see about your face a wee bit that you've. Uh, I'm doing the 15 stone odds now. So what you what are you doing? I ran two kilometres last week. Wow! Wow! In 18 minutes. Oh, nice. So there you have it. Half five before the no. I five o'clock. Half... What the hell? Got I mate. Going out in the morning before the radio. Yep. Impressive. How, how's, how's that feeling for you? Is that is that a good start to the day? That does it make your day feel better when you've done it? Do you know? I thought I was going to feel pure tremendous. Now they always say mental health and all that, and like, but I was fucked. See, driving up on the motor, I, I was falling asleep. Not that, <laughs> not driving up. I thought this is making me feel energized. And then I get, and then I went, I get into the radio. Crofty was like, "You look like shit." <laughs> I was like, "Went a run." So I thought it's making me feel gas. I was like, "I need to lie down." So I've not done it again since. I mean, that's that's what you call feeling it, isn't it? You mean you're making you make oh, me sense. Oh man, it's it's staying it. You can't take that attitude, though. You know what I mean? It's like you just you just try and get it again. I think that's what I what I do a lot of the time is I kind of go right. I'm going to start doing this, and then I do it like twice or three times, and then I aye. then I go do it for two days, and then I go. Ah well, I failed it. I'll just leave it. Aye, you know what I mean? Aye. You see, they're just going out the next day and, and doing it again. You know I'm shit is running, but it's just the worst. Hate I've running, ever. man. I yeah. fucking hate running. And it just. It. As soon as I started running, I was like, I like stop. It's fucking sore and it's uncomfortable and it's knackered and it's boring as well. And it's just so like, boring, mate. So boring, man. Like, I can't even listen to tunes because what happens is it annoys me the tunes that I'm playing. So I keep, I just, all I do is, is press skip, 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 Aye. skip, skip. If that's not a podcast about murders or something, then imagine that you're the murderer running away. So I would do. <laughs> Um, right, let's see what the punters are saying. Louise is putting her late and buzzard and what he's accomplished in six years and I'm convinced he'll be NXT bound before 2023 is up. I've never clapped my eyes on um, a wrestler on home turf who I thought was absolutely stuck on to make it to the big leagues. Um, he's so much as Leighton. You know what I mean? He's good, man. He's a good big boy. He's um, great, great in the ring. He's been, he's been having some important matches and... He can talk and he's got a look and, you know, it'll be exciting to see where he goes. He'll, he'll not be hanging about here for long. That's my prediction. Kev wants to put over the WWE Most Wanted Treasures series. Have you watched any of these, Grado? I watched the one where they're up Kane's Loft, bringing down all masks. I watched that one, but I've never, no, I, and it, I think it's something I would really quite enjoy, but it's, it's hard to get it, to watch it, is it no? Yeah, what is it own? I, I mean, I get it. Well, I, I, I can't remember where I get it again. <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is it Peacock or something? I so that means I don't think is it on Sky. I don't even think it's on Sky. Fuck what was my name? I scan a shaman, but um, uh, Buster Murdoch. Oh, sorry. Kev also wants to put over a bumper amount of wrestling all in a bank holiday weekend. Buster Murdoch wants to put over AEW and Punk finally confirming all the bullshit is done. Can he wait to see him at Wembley if he doesn't injure himself again? We want to see CM Punk at Wembley. Am I right, guys? Absolutely. Aye. Do you think they want to hold it off until then? Maybe. Are you going, Grado? I would love to go. I, I, pro- I mean, I've, I've, I'll probably end up being last minute anyway. I do want to go. I do. Um, I want to get a show down there. I'm going down. I've got my tickets. You me, and Jen, me and Jen are going down. We're going to need somebody to celebrate with after the show, so hopefully that some... Can, that could be good. Why don't we all go? More take with my sissies. That'd be great. That'd be a nice. great idea. 
we're definitely underway there, sure. Definitely. Do you think people would come to a wrestling daft show in London? It's going to be so much on, isn't it? There's going to be loads of people running. Yeah, the problem is they've got the fan hang that day and all that kind of stuff. They've got a week. They've, they've got it all. They've, they've, they're making sure they're pulling money off the punters for the whole fucking weekend, that lot. Fuck's sake, he knows what he's doing up, he Tony can. Fuck's sake, it's on a spoke. <laughs> Buster, hey, hey, guys, what'd you make about Hogan saying he's wanting a retirement match? Ah, uh, no, you should have taken one look at Flair's thing. Uh, apparently, they're looking at Shane versus Hogan at WrestleMania next year's WrestleMania. Fuck me, mm-hmm. that'd be horrendous. Better make sure fucking Snoop Dogg's hanging about. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any way? Can you imagine any way? If you even wanted to book Hogan in a final match, can you imagine what that match would be? What What would you want to see, or how would you book it? What would you do? If you even wanted to give him that opportunity, because obviously, the, you know, there could be reasons, no way. Who, who, who would you want him to fight? Jeff Jarrett and have him fucking bury him. Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> bury Hogan. That'd be fucking amazing. Uh, Hogan and... Is there any like for the current roster that would be... Hogan and... Hogan and uh, what do you call him? Tyler Black, what do you call him again? Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, aye. I think that'd be good. Hogan and Gunther would be good. Aye, Gunther just battering him. Because because Hogan should be finished off by the type of guy that Hogan always beat, which is the big foreign monster. What about, what'd you call him? Osmos? Omos. Aye, big Omos. Aye. Osmos. Omos. (laughs) And that's him, Kevin Nash and Omos is Wayne. Osmos. Um, (laughs) Osmos. Aye, big Omos. Aye, I mean, there you go. Um, Fraser wants to put over Dragonov and Dijak just bringing the violence at the contract signing for the match at the weekend none of this we can be civil at a table until the contract is signed and wants to bury Wiley doesn't expect Mustafa Ali to win having Brock just slag him off on Raw just feels pointless did you see that get a life kid <laughs> I, like I really liked it Brock saying get a life kid to him yeah do you know what I mean I like this Brock I like big bully veteran big Brock I love Brock, man. I think Brock's great. Jimbo wants to put over CPW and Govan last weekend. It was a brilliant show, and my son even got to be part of Ravy Davies' entrance on the Saturday because he goes to the wrestling school. Hope Grado enjoyed the Friday night. And you said you did, didn't you, Grado? Hold on, I'm just looking at the next bit here. Look at that, sweet wrote. Barry in the Connect 4 part of last week's podcast. I know there's a video version, but honest to God, who is watching? <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of love for the Connect on the Patreon and the Discord. There was a lot of love for the Connect 4. Stevie wants to put over Brock's uh, You Need a Life Young Man comment to Mustafa Ali. Dad Brock has proven to be my favourite version of him and wants to bury Liv Morgan and Dakota Kai picking up long-term injuries. Both were on great runs. I didn't know Liv Morgan had a long-term yeah, injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missed that. Jeez. Val Venus wants to bury wrestling matches being so long. Grado was right. Seven, eight, nine minutes is enough for any match. If you can't tell a story in nine minutes, you can fuck right off. Correct. I love you, Val Penis. And Val Penis wants to put over. What did I say, Venus? Yes. That is Val Penis. Sorry. Val Penis also wants to put over. Uh, Sikonyak wants to put over Kevin Nash yet again. The guy's a complete superstar, no matter how many ex nobodies try to bring him down. Who tried to bring down Kevin Nash? I know, I might hear that. Who's, I who's, don't know who's been trying. You don't fuck with Nash, man. Who fucking tried to bring down your Kevin Nash? It was probably somebody like Shane Douglas or, you know what I mean, one of these guys that said they get bullied after clickbacking there. 
Aye. Um, see, I think if you get bullied off of them back in the day, you were probably a wee dick. <laughs> I think you probably deserved that. Aye. Aye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Aye. I would like to think. How would you? Here's a question for you, Radio. Have you ever thought how you would have survived in that locker room at that time? Who do you think <laughs> you would have hung about with? And who do you Aye. think you would have? You would have, you would have ended up fucking travelling with him. I'd have, maybe I would have hung about with like. Um, I got hung about with Paul Bearer. <laughs> Or, or Blue Meanie, or I could see I, you hanging about with Blue Meanie. Aye, I I definitely get shites in my my bag and all that winter. <laughs> and I tough think I don't. I enjoyed it and all that. And very kind of right. Did you see Bradshaw tying you up naked somewhere on that and mm-hmm. shoving things up your ass? Me doing all that. Stop that, guys! Me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I don't need really great. Right. Tears in your eyes. I, I Tears in your eyes. Stop it, you. <laughs> Aye, that's that like, guy. What do you like? <laughs> Justin Layfield, Bradshaw. <laughs> um, God, I. I, I could look, genuinely. I could imagine Kevin Nash on his podcast and talking about how Grado used to travel with him, and he was like, "We used to send him in to get hang me for his noise." And I could imagine that. You know what I mean? Aye, aye. Can and get the baby. You're good at that. You're good at like. You're good at. See, this is a hang. I think. I think the click back in, right, that lot, I think if they sensed fear in people, mm. that was probably the thing. You know what I mean? I think if people were intimidated by them, then they probably had no respect for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think you, I, think, I don't think you, you're good at that thing of just going up to somebody that's like, you know, mm. that some people would be feared to talk to and you'll just go up and go, how you doing, big man? You know what I mean? Aye. I've always, I've always kind of like been that, especially with American wrestlers, because here's the, here's the wildest thing, right? I've always just thought, see, because they're American, they're dafties. <laughs> you remember that? Aye. Like, like, like walking up to Vader and going, oh, can I wear your mask tonight? You know what I mean? Aye. Oh, can I, when you go, man, let's do it. Yeah, he's in now. Come on, <laughs> get it off, watch. Come on, it's just, you've got to be, I've always just had that in the back of my mind where I'm going, I, I, no, 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 in a bad way, but do you get what I mean by that? I do get what you mean. You get what I mean. And speaking of Vader, by the way, I've been seeing lately, there's just been a lot of videos getting bounced about just kind of old Vader matches and stuff like that. There was, um, you know, just just a, just a number of kind of Vader matches circulating recently on the internet for some reason. I'm not sure why. Um, but seeing his prime, man. See that fucking guy in his prime? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. He was bloody brilliant. So agile, wasn't he? It was bloody, it was brilliant, man. <laughs> yeah. It really was, it was brilliant. Um, and I've, I'm sure I've said this before on this show as well, but I can't, the, 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 the impact that had on me when Vader was in WWF and he lost a match and he was like, I'm a fair piece of shit, you know that. That massive impact on me, that, you know what I mean? Because, uh, anyway. I was, I was listening to a story about that all day, about how he hated that idea. No wonder. Uh, but I'm going to have to call myself a fat mess. Yeah. Anyway, Alex wants to bury WWE doing nothing with the title since WrestleMania. Thank God Cody didn't get them. And wants to put over AJ Styles calling the new belt the secondary belt. At least he's honest. Wow. Kieran wants to put over fucking Sabu debuting in AEW. Did you see this, Gredo? No. When? He is the special enforcer for Jericho versus Cole. You're choking. No, seriously. Is it on Cole's corner? Class, man. When did he come out? He looked good, by the way. Did he come out? Did they come out? Aye, you saw him. He came out. What well, came out is... Man. Did he use his music or that? Oh, da-na-na-na-na-na. 
We did, but you came out. Oh, yeah, man, hold on. So Andy Snake says for three seconds. You want to turn up? No way, man. What? Talk about oh, that's brilliant. Oh, no way, man. Looks good, eh? Mate, <laughs> see if I was watching that live, I'd have buzzed out my trolley, man. You'd have popped big time for that, wouldn't you? Great guy, man. Mad Sabu, Mad Sabu. Ah, if he's fucking heat. Eden wants to bury the Four Pillars match, not hyped for it at all. It'll be a good match, but MGF is a star. Derby peaks in the upper mid card for me, the other two are so unlikable. I think it'll be a good match, though. Do you not think it'll be a good match, guys? I think Pillars. it'll be a cracker. I think it'll be a really, really good It's match. a cracker. It's a way to tell them. MGF think... will go over, though. Jeff Jarrett? No, 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 MGF. Um, no, did you not say MGF um, will go over? No, I said MGF. No, you went um, Jeff O'Goyle and you were just, obviously you were thinking Jeff Jarrett's winning this. I, I love Jeff Jarrett, by the way, in AEW. I think he's great. Right. I think he's been a brilliant addition to AEW. He's been very good. WWE very should be going, what, we, what, what did we do that for? Why did we let him go? Like, yeah. seriously, they should be. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, like, a veteran who can go like that still. Should have had him. Should have fucking, should have tied him up, man. Because I, I was thinking about things like that. Yeah, I would love to see like Jeff Jarrett against fucking um, what's his name? Austin fucking Theory. Austin Theory. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Love to see guys like that going at each other. You know what I mean? Young upstart and the fucking double J. Well, we can yeah. still do it, man. Mm-hmm. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You just made the list! So everybody loves a list. We like to day one each week in wrestling. It's not even really a list anymore, is it? It's more a kind of uh, stream of consciousness uh, conversation. The patrons want to talk about the best ring gear, though. Oh, here's a good one. Grado, finally a good, a like good one. Oh, a like good it. one last week, actually, as well. Um, best ring gear. Who looked the best in the ring? Um, I loved Toshiaki Kawada's uh, black and yellow uh, pants, like his trousers that he wore, his black and yellow pants. Uh, there was just something about that, some of his yellow boots. So Kawada, for me, <laughs> is up there. Um, I like I like Vader's gear actually, mate. It's weird how you how you've picked that fella. For some reason, I like um, I like Lance. I loved Lance Storm's gear. I know that's a bit of a random one, but especially the gear he wore at One Night Stand two thousand and five. No, I know what you, I know what you mean. It's like oh, it's like the we I, I like his gear. I like Rick Rude. See all the fucking design. Ah, painted sites. Fucking brilliant. Um, when, I, when I was in the Lowlanders, I want I, I based my look on Dan Math. Remember Dan Math? Yeah, I. Kind of honor with the kind of the sort of sort of baggy spandex pants with the spandex sort of shirt tap they had on. I love that look. So Who else? Still like I'm trying to think here. I mean, I, I, the big boss man's ring gear. I think is great. Yeah. See, just, in there, just in there as a copper. 
Do you know what I mean? When he went to the black gear, that looked fucking cool. Aye. Do you know what I liked? Just incredible ECW gear. Remember he would have the jean shorts, but black tights underneath it with white socks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As if he was a goalie. Aye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you quite like that kind of um, dress down kind of ring gear kind of vibe, didn't you? Uh, I, like, I think it's cool looking, man. Um, Try to think of who else. I think LOD have brilliant ring gear. And I'm not talking about the entrance gear, I'm talking about their actual ring gear. Hmm. Their, their tights that they wear. Um, and their boots. And just that, I, I like that kind of strong look. Of I remember um, seeing the Steiners. I used to love the Steiners gear in WCW. For some reason, I used to see the Steiners and him with the fucking, you know, the amateur wrestling helmet on, Nora. And I used to think to myself, they look like they'd fucking, <laughs> look at you. you know, I'm just a ring gear that just that kind of athletic. Like, it's mad, isn't it, wrestling, isn't it? How, how we obsess with stuff like this. Like, that. when you actually take a step back and go, how fucking pathetic is this conversation? <laughs> Do you know what I, I mean? Know. But, like, I know. What's your favourite wrestling class? <laughs> I, know, I know. I loved his. I loved his tights for 2005. Like, what, what other entertainment? What, do you know what I mean? Like, do you think there's like no. a Coronation Street podcast going, what was your favourite fucking uh, bet? Aye. And do you know what I mean? What was your favourite? What was the best what was your Ken Barlow attire? Ken Barlow Rovers attire. Roy, Roy Cropper, what was your favourite Roy Cropper cagoule? What's your favourite Roy Cropper entrance into the Rovers? <laughs> um, Jushin Liger. Aye, I'm going to go for as my number one. I think I think Liger's look is just fucking incredible, man. You know, just think, but he must be absolutely bailing in that. I oh, must be bailing, but he must be bailing. <laughs> but it's just the look is incredible. Um, you know, as I say, anybody else I'm forgetting here. I really like. I love it. Angles look. You know, I like, love that kind of... I've always well, loved Angles look in the ring. So, see his... A lot of my singlets were just templates of Kurt Angle's gear. Because I had the same gear maker as Kurt Angle. She's, she she can't do me gear anymore, which is a pain in her. So that's why I've wrestled in that purple and black one. I used to get new gear, I'd say maybe about four or five times a year. And I've had the same gear now since 2019. Because the seamstress was in TNA and it was always just like... She was always there, and I'd go in and I'd go, oh, I fancy something new, I fancy something. And uh, she would have it for like, the next time I would be here. And all the right. stuff was just cut angles, see with the stars and all that. And the, aye, aye, aye. Mm. I've I always thought, your gear has always kind of reminded me of Vader's kind of gear as well, just purely because I suppose it's just that singlet look, and I suppose mm. it's just the name, the name on the singlet, which doesn't happen often enough. No. Mr. Perfect's yellow um, fucking singlet. You know, Mr. Perfect's yellow look. Yep. Mate, do you Beautiful. know what? She's making me hinky and I'm fucking raging. Do you know what I'm I'm just, because I was thinking in my head there what some of my favourite singlets were, and I've got one of my favourites was a black singlet with a Union flag on it and an American flag. And guess who I gave it to? Who? Nacho Novo. <laughs> Mate, and I sometimes think, I want to phone him back up and go, what are you doing with that? I want it back. Jeez, he probably wears it. He probably wears it to bed. Jamie Langfield, he's still not giving me back my wrestling singlet either. Remember that? Why did you give Nat Genovo a wrestling singlet? It was at the charity game at Ibrooks, and he went, can I have that? I'll put it up in my bar. And I went, ah, aye, when you go then. And then his bar shut down about two weeks later. Oh, fucking fucking cracker thing, I'm no joke. Ah, it's a dab scene. You've seen your pictures of that. That is a belter. Aye. 
Are you angry about Rob? Rob, you alright? Right, I'm just thinking about I was thinking about Foley's look, his Cactus Jack look I loved. That's good ring gear. Because it's just unconventional ring gear. But can I can I can I show you something, right? See if you type in to images.google, right? In fact, nah, I mean I can't be fucked. What was it? No, it's just because so it's really hard to find a gear maker that can do my gear good. Because there was one I, I got somebody else, I changed my gear maker once. And if you look on if you type in Gradle Wrestler in the images.google, and there's one where I where I'm shaped like Humpty Humpty Dumpty. And my singlet is hanging off me and it looks terrible. It just shows you how hard it is to get gear to sit right. There's one picture that I look like, I look terrible. So I'm pointing it to, to the camera. Oh, I've seen it. Just the black with the gold grade over the top of it, grade over. Aye, mate. Aye, aye, aye. I look like an egg. <laughs> gold dust. Oh, I loved gold dust. Gold dust gear is brilliant. Yeah. I could do this all night, man. I know. This is up my street. Let's move on. Um, Ryan says, Randy Savage all day long. Macho Man always looked good. Stuart says, it's going to be Kane. So many great versions, but my favourite is for 2001. His favourite is the one with the kind of see-through net flames um, across the breast. Steve says you can't beat, <laughs> Steve says you can't beat Macho Man, especially during the Macho King phase. Amazing. Why did we not say Macho Man? Bearded Bruno says Shawn Michaels, for sure. Great stuff. Marty says always had the best of gear. His long trenches were no bad too. That's Who? Warrior. That was Warrior, Marty. Was warrior. Well, Warrior. That's a good look. And a bronze cello says... Razor Ramon and Bret Hart. Wait a minute, I want to put in a shout here for Hollywood Hulk Hogan's look. Wow, definitely. Yeah. Do you know what I love and all? MD, the, the, the Razor Ramon, MD that wears a leather waistcoat. How cool are leather waistcoats? Yeah. Oh, yeah. very cool. And they... very, very cool. See when Austin used to come down and he had the knee braces on and he had the leather waistcoat on and he kept it on to give somebody a doing. It was the coolest aye. fucking thing in the world, so... that, that waistcoat. Yeah. Um, aye. Uh, Masahiro Chono, the Japanese wrestler, always looked great in the ring, man. Always looked great in the ring. Um, oh, I could go on night. I love this shit. Monster, Monster C and Hustle was a beautiful look. Monster C was, of course, Steve Carino when he was doing his stuff in Hustle. Steven says, for me, it's either Ultimate Warrior or Sabu. Used to love Tommy Dreamer as a kid because he just looked like a dad who came off the street and wanted a fight. Mm. Pepsi Kebab says Rick Rude, the Boogeyman, and Goldust. Boogeyman is a good look, by the way. Alan says Cena, back in the Doctor of Thugonomics days. Never really been a fan of Cena's look in the ring. And it looked bizarre when he was wrestling at WrestleMania. Still with like, the Nikes on and the jean shorts. You just kind of felt. Jen always goes, he's dressed like a wee boy. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he dressed? He's like a guy in his like, 40s dressed like a wee boy. You know what I mean? Uh, she's bang on. Um, Rasslin' God says current has to be Rey Mysterio all time has to be early 2000s Hardy Boys right. uh, Graham says Bret Hart just looked cool as fuck when I was growing up very true Martin says obviously Max Moon but seriously Carmella always smashes it as well as Ray. we've not really spoken about the woman very much I think um, uh, Sasha's stuff since she's been wrestling in Japan has looked amazing yeah her looks uh, um, you know what uh, awesome Kong she had good gear you know what I'm going to say it, boys. I'm going to say it, right? Mm. The Fiend. Oh, aye. Yeah. I know I'm not a fan. I know I was never a fan of The Fiend. Right? Clown Trousers and all that. But, but that could have worked. 
that look, you know what I mean? That could have worked that look with that mask and all that, you know what I mean? Could have, could have worked. Calzo says, Hulkster snorted some amount of ring gear back in the day. He says, there we go. There's a wee joke about gear there. Now on Wrestling Daft, we're playing Win Our Wages. Ten wrestling questions and uh, how do we de- decide who wins it at the end? Is it just, if you can well, get ten questions right? It's dead easy. There were 60 seconds on the court. You get ten wrestling questions right in that time. You win the wages. If you don't get the all ten questions right, you go on to the leaderboard. And at the top of the leaderboard right now, Grado, we have uh, Stephen Roch and Mike Bates. We're tied on eight. But if you get all 10 right in the 60 seconds, you'll win the wages. And if you don't know the answer, you pass. If you've got time at the end, we'll come back to the questions you passed on. It's dead easy. Well, welcome to the show, Mr. Chris Jack. All right, Gredo. All right, John. How are you, my man? How's your wrestling career getting on? Uh, it's done. It's done, man. It is, You're joking. You've retired. I have. I've, I've, uh, I've officially uh, bowed out of the, the inline stuff now. I uh, just uh, getting, getting too old, getting too injured, getting too crabbit. Uh, which I think is what CM Punk was trying to say uh, last year. Uh, so, uh, so I, I am done. How many matches did you end up having all together? Uh, probably, I think across the the five years I was doing it, maybe 12, 13, something uh, like that. It was, and you, that, that was, are you still keeping your nose on about it? Uh, well, I'm still uh, going to be doing the, the commentary for the Titanic. Uh, shows uh, I kind of get transitioned into that uh, when I was uh, coming back after taking time off for the, the wee boy coming. Uh, so I was doing comment, uh, commentary on our sort of kind of main shows that we do, and then I was uh, performing on the the house shows that, uh, that, we, that we were doing. Uh, but just by timing and getting injured and all sorts of other stuff, it was just it was it's time to wrap it. What the fuck is a house show? So the, the way that Titanic have been doing it is they've been having the big shows in Belfast right. that have got all the storylines and stuff on it. And then for the sort of the, the New York trainees and stuff like that, we've been doing like wee shows in like so Port Lush, Ballymena, Portadown, all the kind of the, the smaller towns uh, in Northern Ireland. Why, why do you stay there again? Uh, for love. For love. My, uh, my missus is still here. Uh, so... It'll be nine years this year that we've we've been uh, staying in Larn. So, uh, so I, I'm I'm kind of I'm, I'm in with the bricks now. because uh, I mean, what, what, what services are on the ferry these days? Is this a Sunrawa now? And there's no the one for Trun, I don't know. No, but there's the two. There's the uh, there's the P and O uh, that goes out of Larn and uh, Kilmain, and then you've got the Stena line that goes to Belfast to uh, to Stenar. Uh So it's quite how good. Long, how how long does that, that take, Chris? That, that uh, about two hours. Tours. I, mean, I, mean, I was over at the weekend there. Uh, I was on the boat at the weekend, uh, seeing some family for the for my cousin's fiftieth. Uh, so it was it was nice. It was nice getting back. I've never, I've never been to Belfast. Have you not? Oh, it's a it's good decent. night out Belfast. It's a cracking night out as Belfast. Here, Chris, you've got some exciting uh, the... a plans you've got for a, a secondary podcast, haven't you? We hear us. We hear I have us. indeed, John. I have indeed. Uh, so I uh, from the the Discord chat, uh, everybody's kind of been crying out for a a sequel to the marks uh, that, that ran through lockdown. And now that I'm no longer uh, get, get my cunt kicked in in the ring, uh, I've got a lot of free time and uh, and a lot less injuries to take. So I thought I'll put my, my own podcast uh, together, sent a pitch to John, sent him a wee pilot. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're going to be running uh, a, a new podcast, thanks to Wrestling Daft, called The Daft Cheat. 
which is going to be a more kind of wrestling news focused a lot of titles. So basically, I'm going to be playing the the part of the editor of the daft cheat. And each week, I'm going to have two guests on who are going to be trying to compete to see who gets to fill the daft sheet with the best stories for wrestling in the week. So we're going to have them competing to get the front page, which will be the biggest news stories, the back page, which will be the best match of the week. Uh, we're going to have uh, Dear Dafties, which will be like a problem page based on the wrestling problems. Uh, we're going to have the, the TV pages, so seeing what the, the best thing to watch over the next week is. Nice. And we're going, to have page, we're going to have page three as well, uh, the most titillating bit of gossip. Uh, so, oh, John, how do you never come up with formats like this? That's a brilliant idea. That's a good idea, isn't it? That's a very good idea. I just a good idea. We're I good on you, Chris. Well, we'll look out for that, everybody. We'll just, I know, I'm, I'm assuming it was just going to be on the same feed as Wrestling Daft. Am I right, it will John? Be, it will be. If you subscribe to Wrestling Daft, you'll get that in your feed as well. So, yep. We're also going to try as much as possible as we can to get like a wee 10-minute interview for the centrefold of the Daft sheet as well. So I've got a few things lined up with uh, some quite well-established uh, uh, wrestlers that wrestle in Scotland, wrestle in Ireland, wrestle all over the shop. Uh, looking to add to that, so as and when we can can get the interviews in, we'll be chucking that in as well. Magic. Hey, Rob, but, uh, Rob, we've got a ne- we've got a network now. You know, like uh, we're like Conrad. Exactly, we're like Conrad. <laughs> and if you're struggling I, with it, um, I, I could really. You want me to sell your house for you? I'll sell your fucking house for you. <laughs> <your fuck. laughs> right, but he's on to play the quiz, Chris. So yes. Are you ready to take? Would you like Rob or Grado to ask the questions? Uh, I'll go with Ab. I'll go with Ab. I'll take the, oh, Jesus, the, right, okay. I'm on, on the cognac as well. He's had a couple of cognacs. Right, here we go. Here we go. So, Chris, you have a minute to answer all ten questions. If you don't know Wait, the answer, if you don't know the answer, pass. And if okay. we have time at the end, we will come back to the questions you passed on. However, we do need to accept your first answer. Right, you got it, Chris? Got it. Are you ready for time to start? Who's timing it, John? I've got it. Here we go. Right, you ready? Let the time begin now. Who does Rhea Ripley face at Night of Champions? Uh, oh, shit. Uh, Bianca Belair. Where was Undertaker originally billed from? Death Valley. Elton Prince and Kit Wilson make up which tag team? Pretty deadly. Who was the last wrestler to hold the IWGP Heavyweight Championship before it was unified? Uh, Which two wrestlers face Seth Rollins in the first round of Night of Champions qualifiers? Uh, AJ Styles and uh, no that's lying it was Finn Balor and uh, Rey Mysterio And what year was AEW officially formed? 2019 Who is the current ICW World Heavyweight Champion? Ah the Nickel After Axe and Smash who was the third member of Demolition? Crush. James Kipperley is the real name of which wrestler? That's time. That's time, Chris. John, what was the score? Well, he only actually got through eight of the questions. However, he got two wrong, Chris. Who does Rhea Ripley face at Night of Champions? It's Natalia and two wrestlers. Natalia? Natalia, yep. And two wrestlers face Seth Rollins. The first round of the United Champions were Damien Priest and Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, the final question right. that you didn't get to James Kipperley was Orange Cassidy. And the final question was, who has oh. been rumoured to face Shane McMahon at WrestleMania 40? Do you know the answer to that? I don't know, Mr. Oh. Blobby. Oh, Hogan. <laughs> so it was a six, <laughs> It was a six. Ah, well. Six, ah, well. I'm afraid that is not enough to win our wages. Um... 
So I'm so sorry. Not on the though. So that's not a bad effort. That's, no that's, 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 that's not shameful. That's not bad, shame. mate. No, that's not too that's bad. That's not shameful. Um, so, aye, so look at everybody for uh, Chris's podcast coming onto our feed. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing it myself. Uh, Chris, thanks so much for that idea and thanks so much for coming on and trying out this, uh, this very difficult quiz, John. Nobody's ever going to win our wages. Thank fuck. <laughs> um, so, Chris, have a great weekend. You too. And it's good to good see luck, you. Man. Hope to speak soon, man. Speak soon. See you later, pal. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. I mean, so I don't think anybody's ever going to win a wages. Grado, Grado, listen, get out for a run tomorrow morning. Uh, um, uh, I might, I might, mate. Um, I need to start doing it. I'm filming in a few months. I'm filming in like 12 weeks, less than 12 weeks. And I need to, you know. When do you start? When do you start? Um... Uh, we start. We st- we. I, I come back from a honeymoon. I go right into filming two doors down like that day. Wow. Oh, really? So where do you uh, want your honeymoon, by the way? The Maldives. Oh, very nice, mate. Very nice. I've heard this like a dream come through over there. By the way, mate. Aye, but we were sitting the other day, right? Stephanie, me, me, we were watching YouTube, and we went, "Mom, we'll put in the Maldives, right?" So we put in the Maldives and all that. And then I'm going, it's a bit fucking dull in it. Then I thought, well, we'll type in, we'll go get sighted, see what the weather is. Uh, weather, Maldives, June. This is monsoon season. We, um, there will be some sun, some there will be some sunshine, but please be do sure to pack a fucking brolly. Mate, you'll lo- listen. I've known a few people that have been to the Maldives, right? I've never been myself, but I know a few people that have been to the Maldives, and they all talk about it as if it was like heaven itself that they went to. You'll have a great time. So don't. Who went, Frankie Boyle? No. Ford Keatling? No. No. We Burnley. It was We Burnley. <laughs> Did you ever uh, meet We Burnley? Did I ever meet him? No. 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 Just have a moment for We Burnley. And Tina Turner as well. Tina by Turner, way. by the way. Ah, mate. Ah, Damn. Damn. I, I, was, I, was, I was in the director's boats last night and I was like, literally five minutes before Rangers came out, Tina Turner died, and I was passing the news about as if it was like 9-11. You know that way? Tina Turner's dead! Tina Turner's dead! And folk were going, this is a prank. Is this a prank? This is a prank. I was going, no, she is. And then at half-time, man, Stuart Robertson, the chief executive, I was like, did you know Tina Turner's dead? He's like, I did that. I was like, do you want me to go into the park and I'll announce it? Did did they not announce anything, no? No, I thought... I, I, spoke, to, I spoke to um, Michael, who, 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 Michael, who does the tannoy this morning, I said, did you announce it? He said, no, because he thought I'd put people on a downer. Like, so he just blasted it. He said he played simply the best, a bit louder than normal, and he was talking to Craig Moore in the park at half-time grade, and he said, obviously, they mentioned the sad passing of Tina Turner, and you know what simply the best meant to, felt like to run out to. So that's the way he kind of got around it. I thought you... Did, did, I, must, um, I must admit, going to say... I love Michael, but what he should have done, and of course, nobody likes an armchair super back, whatever you call him, an armchair quarterback. An armchair super back, that's right, you're right. That's what it is. Nobody likes an armchair super back. He should have played it at the end. Aye. Did Rangers play simply the best every game? Aye. But there was talk, that they were asking the fans if they wanted to change the music, so they were. Wait, private dancer, when the team's coming, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> 
I'm a private dancer. I don't get this treatment. I don't get this treatment for Celtic that you get for Rangers, like you know, invited into the boxes, nor meet nor in, but the big nights. I don't. I would love. I would love to go along to Celtic Park and take like my father-in-law, for example, uh, and get nice treatment and meet an exec, nor that. I'm a known. I'm a known fucking Celtic supporter. I never get invited. You know, I've never been. Nobody for Celtic has ever reached out to me and went, you want to come along to a game around like that? Fucking none. Aye, but Rab, mate, you're competing with Compson, Billy Conley, fucking... Lewis Capaldi. Aye, all that, carry on. I mean, just, there's only you. Me there's and only Bob. you and you. <laughs> you and Logan, even Cotton. Aye. Jordan no, And the boy that did the sea shanties, Nathan Evans. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking Dave, uh, what'd you call him for... I don't even get I don't even get good treatment for for fucking Rangers. And this is despite the fact, you know, I said hello to Walter Smith in, in Home Hardware when I moved to Helensburg. <laughs> so I, I, one of the first one of the first things that happened when I moved to Helensburg is I saw Walter Smith in Home Hardware doing the tune. I met F- I was talking to FO last night. So I was FO's she think she still stays in Helensburg, doesn't she? Eh, hey, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not John, sure. Are you desperate to go, son? Lads, I've got to go play football again. Uh, so. okay. Oh, sorry, John. Sorry, John. Forgetting about your uh, priorities. Right. Hey, well, that's it for wrestling daft. Like and subscribe. Get on. Like and subscribe. What am I talking about, man? For fucking um, Mr. Beast or whatever his name is. Um, Grado, it's been a pleasure. Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a great holiday Monday on Monday. Bank holiday Monday. I don't know if he's a raff. I'm on. And you're on. Uh, I'm on. I can't believe it. And even you guys like, fucking never, nobody's ever offered me a radio show either. Know what I mean? Mate, I'm trying to go into my radio show all morning. You tell me where to go. Apparently, tell me to get to fuck. Mate, I was doing a school run. You got, can you come on at half eight? A fucking guy will at four wains. Can you come on at half eight? <laughs> know what I mean? I know. I know. Right, right out. See you later, road. man. Other road, that's your cell. Woo! With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.